You're listening to the Spawn to First podcast, an episode titled Defeating the Void. We had some other ideas for the name of this episode, like I hate when my brain turns off, or creative farming, the opposite of inspiration. But Tanner and I have started calling it the void so often that we decided that should be the title of today's episode. So here it is. What is the void? The void is something that kind of hits you like a truck, where you're in a creative space and you're making art, you're making whatever it is that's important to you. And things are flowing fairly well and pretty much out of nowhere, all of that creative flow, creative energy just comes to a grinding halt. And it's, you, you know, for example, if I'm writing a, a four-line chorus and the first three lines are amazing, the last line is for some reason always the one that gets me hung up. And so I'll get those first three lines and I'll be like, yes! And then the last one comes and I'm like, I don't know how to finish this out. And I'll spend the next three hours on that one line. And I feel like I have slipped into this realm of creative suppression that I can't get out of. A, a large portion of time uh, that I'm in the studio is time spent trying to avoid that. Not, it's not a conscious like, oh, we can't go into the void, we can't, we can't uh, get hit by the wall, but it's just uh, keeping the energy from dying, basically. Yeah. And so if there is something that's getting me hung up, Usually I just, all right, let's do something else. Let's try something different. So that you almost kind of keep moving. But that can be a rut. Yes. Like a two hour, four hour rut that kind of makes you think, I'm done for the day. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I like to think it's like we operate across three realms creatively. It's like, let's say over on the right side. I give, it, I give inspiration over here on the right side because, you know, right handedness, it just seems like the better Feel, side. It feels right. Right. It feels right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, inspiration is the greatest thing. When you feel it, it's like, first of all, just for the short time that it's present, you feel like you, you can really grasp whatever idea it is you're trying to grasp. You have, you have a good hold on whatever it is that you're wanting to create or you're working on. Sometimes I even feel like I can see the final product. Not that it's created yet, and I'm probably going to lose and that vision. And you can vision. almost visualize the path to get there. You can almost visual. Well, that's what's more hazy, exactly. for sure. Yeah. Like, for a moment... That's what goes first. Yeah, that's what goes first. For, for a moment, you have that sight of what it could be, and it excites you. I think that's the excited feeling people get. But if I really break down what inspiration is for me, it's that clarity. And over here on the left side... Sorry to everybody that's left-handed. I really don't mean anything by it. Or do I? Um, <laughs> you have the void. It's the opposite of inspiration over here. And it, it first sucks. But I, I think it sucks less if you understand what it is and what to do with it, which is what you and I have talked a lot about over the last month and a half. Um, and even did a whole episode on before I dropped my hard drive and <laughs> lost all of Yeah, th this is round two recording this podcast. Yeah. It's, um, it's the inability. The void is the inability to see it, to, to grasp your idea or your concept. And you're just, 
no matter how hard you try, it's it's like blackness. It's blank. And the the worst part is that you said it hits you like a truck. And I think you say that because, at least from my experience, you were inspired. And then it's a sudden shift into the void. You're like, yeah. wait, what happened? Ten minutes ago I was inspired and I could see it. And now it's like, you know, maybe I wrote my third line of the song and then my fourth line just just like erases off the page of my brain. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, or it can start to happen when you have like this sort of disembodied idea that feels amazing and you're like, okay, now I have to bring it to life. And the minute that you get into the details of trying to figure out how to do that, uh, you don't necessarily have the tools to do that. Uh, so if uh, maybe you have an awesome, amazing idea for the ending of a story, but you have no idea, how, like when you actually sit down, how to start it, what the characters are gonna be, the motivations for everybody and just all every detail that winds up needing to be decided on just overwhelms you in the moment and you're like oh this actually isn't the simplest path to get there that i thought it was yeah you sit down to actually write it out and it becomes much more complicated um and i think that's something that you know practice helps a lot and we'll talk in a second about how to practice and what to practice for that um this third realm, because I mentioned three. Right. Okay, so we have inspiration, the void, the void. And then the middle right one the middle. is, it's here. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's just where we're at most of the time. Whatever this is. It, it can easily shift us into an inspired state, right? Which is usually how that works. You're kind of, you're neutral, um, live in your life, and then something strikes you, or you see something, or hear something, you experience something it makes you feel and your brain does this interesting thing sometimes where you convert what you just experienced into something that feels original and and now you're creating and you're inspired and and so you sit down maybe you know what you and i talk about a lot um inspiration is a fleeting moment so take advantage of it don't let it go to use it when it happens yeah respect it when it comes yes so maybe you feel the inspiration and you start respecting that and you start creating like right on the spot on the back of that and then 20 minutes in the void hits you know and you might have not even managed to get very much done anyway but like here you are a blank slate um what do you do the solution to the void and something that we've talked about a lot is the process of over creating and then cutting away the excess later. And I like the way that you phrase it all the time, which is having a willingness to just write down everything or whatever it might be. And even if that's trash, because- The paper that you're writing on isn't that valuable. It's not that, yeah, it, it's not that precious. And so just, just write it, just record it, just put it down and create something. Don't just sit there saying, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. And all the while you just have this disembodied idea in your head that you're saying no to. Just keep saying yes to whatever pops into your brain. And then later on, when you're not in whatever funk you're in, then you can see maybe there actually is something to what to that idea that popped into your head. And you can uh, edit it, you can carve it, you can trim it, whatever it may be. Or if it sucks, you can trash it and no one has to see it ever again. But that's kind of similar to a process 
Um, I know that you've messed around with it a little bit. Uh, it's called like Morning Pages, but you do a different version of it. Yeah, a lady named Julia Cameron wrote a book where she mentioned this thing called Morning Pages. And it's basically the first thing you do when you wake up is you write three pages in your little journal or whatever that you keep by your bed. So I think the image there is that you don't even get out of bed. It's literally the first thing before you brush your teeth or anything. And your, your creativity, your writing process, your storytelling wakes up before your editor wakes up. So you start, you start creating something and, and you don't have the capacity yet to overanalyze and that's good. Um, and just like you were saying a minute ago, it, whether this be your digital audio workstation and you're creating music or it's your canvas and you're like, oh, two and a half dollar canvas, like these things you're working on, they're not too expensive, they're not too precious. Your, your, your DAW, D digital audio workstation, it's not, it's not what, um, fragile. You're not gonna break it by recording into it. And nobody's going to ridicule you if you make something that sucks. Because they don't you, have to see it. You don't have to show it to them. Or you can show it to them 10 years from now and be like, look at how bad I used and to be. And have a laugh, yeah. yeah. So it's really all about just creating and, and being aware that you need to kill your editor. Get rid of the thing inside of you that is going to critique before you even create. And the only answer for that is create. Create first. And so the solution to the void is to just barrel right through it. Yeah. Defeat the void by going <laughs> through it. Yeah. Um, so if you're in a moment where you're in the blackness and, and you are the opposite of inspired, but you're really wanting to create, it helps to sit down, which you might not even have a prompt yet, but sit down and just try to figure out, you know, where do you start? It could be a really simple place. And uh, you just move forward one step at a time saying yes to everything like improv people say in improv you say yes to an idea. yes and yes and yeah that's right and then and then you say yes and to that and then yes and to that and you keep doing that until i guess you you happen upon a conclusion to your your little comedy skit <laughs> um your improv sketch right and that is to kill your editor i mean it's 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 seeing what happens and it's not something you can be so brilliant and in full control of your brain that you just, that you have a grasp of anything. You are just as surprised as anyone else at where it ends up. It's, it's succumbing to creativity. Mm -hmm. Succumbing is not the right word that I wanted it, to use. <laughs> it uh, kind of works. It kind of does, yeah. but like what, what, what was I thinking of? Uh, submitting. That's the word. Okay. <laughs> submitting to to the void, not thinking of it as this bad guy, something to, to sub, kind of submit to creativity through killing your editor because morning pages. If you get in, it's kind of like, we've talked a little bit about different people who have discussed this idea of when you just, when you say no to whatever experience that you're in, even if that experience is painful, it, and you're not present with that experience, it, doesn't help you and it just makes it worse but if you say yes to the experience that you're going through even if it is hard or tough or painful uh you can actually kind of dwell inside of it and see beauty inside of it and so it's an opportunity when you're in the void of creativity to say yes to it 
and use that as an opportunity to pivot in your style or your approach to what you're making and maybe wind up with something that you wouldn't have wound up if you were just, you know, just cruising right along and everything was fine. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that, that's been my solution to, to the void that's actually been really helpful for me. The last month, every day, I've, I've tried morning pages, but my own, you know, version. I go on Microsoft Word and I just type out like one page. It's usually between 700 and 900 words that, that I type. And uh, that's just me, I guess, scratching my, my storyteller itch. Yeah. I'm actually wanting to start doing the equivalent of To Kill Your Editor, but with music, which I don't think is just sitting down and writing lyrics. I think it's sitting down with an instrument and writing music starting with a note and seeing where it takes you. Yeah. Um, and then from there, sure, then do it with, with lyrics. I, I know that for me personally, it would probably start with music in that regard. Or with a canvas if I'm, you know, because I am wanting to learn to paint. Right. Because my mind is everywhere and I just love artsy just stuff. Just creating anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's probably just like saying F it to the idea that like your paint, your pigment is like super expensive or whatnot. No, it's not. Just like what, squirt what, it on the canvas and spread it everywhere. What did you buy it for? You bought it to make stuff with. You bought it so to you use make it. stuff with it. Or even maybe it's a healthier thing to say you bought it to waste it. Yeah, I I you know just started getting into film photography, and it's like you know every single picture is like precious, like twenty cents or something like like okay that yeah. was a quarter, <laughs> and yeah. then after a whole roll you spent like you know ten bucks or I, the math probably doesn't check out there, but. But that's a great example because you only have so many shots. Yeah. And, so and it, you have to ship them off to even get to see right. them. Right. So one one good thing about that is that it does make you think a little, be more a little intentional with what you're trying to capture as opposed to like a digital camera that's just like... Yeah. Uh, but uh, at the same time, if I were to be too precious with it, it would... I, I would never take a photo. And so this, this is, I'm on, I just finished my first roll and I'm almost certain, especially considering that the light meter's broken or not broken, but doesn't have a battery. Right. Uh, it's probably all gonna look terrible. But, you know, I write down the settings that I use for every picture so that when I get it developed, I can see, okay, that setting didn't work for that. And then it's just a fun process of learning and it's not trying to force every single hobby or creative idea into something that's like, productive necessarily or or money making um or or whatever it may be it's just like is this something that i enjoy doing or or want to do yeah and so i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do it to the degree that i'm still enjoying it i don't have to be a master film photographer but i want to i want to do it and by doing it i'm gonna get better over time if i'm not scared to do it yeah yeah so let's recap this episode yes um the void is bad. Inspiration is great. The void is almost like the opposite of inspiration. Right. So you defeat the void by just going right through it. I use to kill your editor every day. And I, that's what I would And all, would all that boils down to is not being too precious with what you create. Knowing you can always edit, revise, or just completely scrap. Yeah. And if, and if you end up with an excess of stuff that you created and 80 or 90% of it is junk, then that, as you just said, is what you want to do. You know, grab a highlighter, highlight the good stuff. Yeah. Um, ditch 80% of it. What you just did on Just like I paper. did. For anyone watching on YouTube, 
um, you know, it kind of it kind of looks like that. Yeah, that those are notes for this episode. Those are notes for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really liked this idea of creative farming. You know, like um, this question: Are you someone that has things falling into your hands often? I saw that. Like that was, someone getting that was inspired new. often. Yeah. Or are you someone that has to do a lot of creative farming? Yeah. And I think there are those two kinds of people. I need to do creative farming. See, and I feel that... You do not. Luckily, I mean, I love it. I, I get inspired a lot. I just do. And, and I, it feels like something's just fallen right into my hands. Yeah. And then I have that to work and with. And then you have to do something with it. Most For that of the reason, time... I didn't think that I needed to kill your editor, Morning Pages. Because mm -hmm. I thought, okay, that, that being an... Morning Pages being an exercise to... Um, you know, help you be more creative. I was like, I'm a creative guy, but then I did it for a month and I don't know how to put it into words. It's just that the experience works. Yeah. I feel more creative. So do you think you would work with things that aren't just waking up and writing 700 pages of a story, but like waking up and- 700 words of a story. <laughs> or, oh yeah, not pages. <laughs> Man, what a day that would be. Uh, no. Um, so like for me, the thing that would come to my mind is waking up and opening logic and coming up with some sort of musical piece that might be able to be used. Yeah. Yeah. The, the process of taking 30 minutes to an hour and a half and creating with your editor turned off could in any medium, it could give you something you didn't expect to get out of the experience. It's different than if you sit down with a vision and you work towards it. Kind of. I mean, sometimes in that you end up with something you didn't expect. Sure. But this is really like you're basically just opening the door to unexpected creative things to happen. And I, I will say it's like once every five sessions of To Kill Your Editor. That, that something good happens. That something really good happens. Yeah. And so out of 30 days, I've got like five or six things yeah, that I'm you, proud you've, of. You've got to earn it. Not every day is going to be great. Yeah. That's why I want to go through each of these pages and highlight just the little words because I swear 80% of this, more or less, is just junk. Yeah. Um, but I really would swear by it. It works. Yes. That was Defeating the Void. This is the end of the episode. You can go find us on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, etc. We have music out. We have videos out. We're just here having a good time. We hope you are here having a good time and uh, we'll see you next time.